Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And, of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson uh, this weekend. Nothing. We have nothing this weekend. It's kind of great. I'll be honest with you. No pay-per-views this weekend. Uh, We will be doing, me and the Enforcer, we'll be doing some Unsolved Mysteries this Saturday. It's always a lot of fun. Saturday nights, 9 p.m. Pacific, midnight Eastern. Uh, That's a blast. Um, So, yeah. Want to say thanks to everybody for hanging out with us, uh, both during our Extreme Rules Watch Along and the recap afterwards. And and Uh, special thanks to our awesome, awesome mods, moderator chat. We got the absolute best mods. The absolute man, best. especially these days when uh, it kind of doesn't matter what streaming platform you're on. There's the kids out there who are uh, either trying to spam you with bots or saying rude things on YouTube, uh, and so it's essential to have awesome mods. And boy, we we, we are really we are out, blessed with having the absolute got best, the best mods. They're on top of it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, quick program note as well. Tomorrow, we've got a bonus episode of Going In Raw going up. You can uh, get that at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, $5 a month. If you listen to us in the audio realm and you like the bonus content, you want more Going In Raw and you want the show ad-free, $5 a month at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. If you just want the show ad-free, no bonus content, uh, for $3 a month, you can get that at goinginraw.supercast.tech. No, yes, that is correct. Um, and then this Thursday, very exciting. It oh. went up to a vote. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus the Macho Man Randy Savage versus RVD. Was yeah. that who it was? Yeah, it was RVD. Rob Van Dam. Stone Cold Steve Austin won. Numbers don't lie. Y'all are going to apply going in raw math at a rattlesnake over here at Gimmick Street. This should be a lot of fun. Numbers don't lie on Stone Cold Steve Austin this coming Thursday. You can vote for that right now. Apply the going in raw math on Stone Cold Steve Austin at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, $5 a month. And then you can watch us film the bonus episode, participate, engage with Stephen Larson. And uh, also, if you're a Twitch sub, you have access to that during our live show. The link appears in the chat room. 
And if you're a YouTube channel member, all you got to do is, is hit join. You get access to all that bonus stuff as well. Yes. So uh, that should be a really fun episode. What's your early prediction on the number for Stone Cold Steve Austin? Uh, it's probably going to be somewhere around eight. I am going to guess around eight and a half. I think wow, it's going to be high. eight and a half between eight and a half and nine. That's I think high. that he has got, with the exception of, I think it's going to, I think it's do pretty good. I think yeah. It's going to do pretty good. Well, eight's a pretty darn good score. We have not had a lot of eights. Anything above yeah. an eight is, is, is really, really good. Really, really Absolutely. Good. Uh, so let's talk about some wrestling news. Of course, a fairly interesting wrestling weekend with, Extreme rules going mm-hmm. down yesterday. Some controversy there at the end. However, early in the night, uh, we had the Raw Women's title on the line. Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte. Now it looks like one of those participants might be taking some time off from the WWE. What's going on, Larson? Yeah, so uh, Alexa Bliss took the loss to Charlotte Extreme Rules last night. And according to Wrestling Inc., seems like Bliss might be taking some time away from the ring. Uh, this is what Wrestling Inc. had to say. Quote, Alexa Bliss will reportedly be taking time off WWE television soon. It's not known. If that uh, the Extreme Rules match was to write off Bliss off television, or if she will appear on Raw tonight, it is not known how long Bliss will be off of television. But uh, Wrestling Inc. was told it would be quote a few months. You know, I, I thought they were having the ripping up of Lily to kind of take the feud to the next level. Maybe they still will, uh, but it's entirely possible now that Lily is has been torn to shreds by Charlotte. They're going to hit the reset on Alexa. They're going to keep her off TV for a little bit, bring her back, you know, either, uh, you know, uh, going back to previous gimmicks, something different. Who knows? Uh, I know this uh, kind of supernatural angle they took with Alexa hasn't necessarily been the most popular. Uh, but I thought, especially like the last two or three weeks, I felt like they, in terms of her performance, I think she's been doing really well. And I think they finally. Tr- kind of found what this character was you know because it seemed like for a while it was all right essentially it's like it's like bray wyatt you know that kind of seemed to be the the idea at first and it's kind of evolved into something else um you know i've never been terribly huge on the whole lily aspect of it but i thought given what or you know based on what she was given i thought from a performance aspect she's done a really good job with it so who knows who knows what's going to happen who knows what whether she's going to get uh, 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 you know, a, a new gimmick or something. Guess we'll have to wait and see. I thought the first sign of anything interesting from her over the past couple of months was simply her promo on Charlotte Flair mm-hmm. this past uh, uh, last week um, when she sort of broke it down in less supernatural, obscure terms and uh, just brought it back more to, you know, trying to uh, try to trying to. You know, uh, nail Charlotte where it would hurt. It was more of a, you know, she she came off as less, less of a, a, a weirdo and more of like, you know, a human being. Mm-hmm. And that just to me is more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so yeah, hopefully when she comes back, um, it's less about dolls and uh, more about being a, a character that uh, you can understand their motivations and where more they're relatable. coming from. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, but uh uh, that's that's good for her. it's always good to take some time off. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Seth Rollins, who I think is doing some career work these days. Yes. I think he's really nailing this uh, King of Drip character who's, you know, uh, got a thing with Edge right now. I think it's really good stuff. Of course, he was the guest on the most recent episode of the Broken Skull Sessions. Talked about his match against Bray Wyatt at Hell in a Cell 2019. Of course, this is one match that. Um. After the the finish to that match, uh, anecdotally speaking, we saw a ton of people say, oh, I'm, I'm getting rid of the WWE network. No more WWE for me. That's what a lot of people said. Evidently, Seth Rollins seemed to be one of those people. He said this. These transcripts come to you via Fightful. My vision for what that match was going to be was a lot different than what we had to go out there and do. We went out there and did what we were told to do to the best of our ability. Obviously, that was on as it was ongoing. I felt you watch it back; it's booze piled upon booze piled upon booze. And at the end of it, the reaction when the audience didn't get the result they wanted—that's a real tough pill to swallow. It sucks. It's a sucky feeling. 
You go back to it now. We talked about the Drip God character. That character doesn't exist without that match. That's really the catalyst for what happened later that year. That happened in October. By the time December and January roll around, I'm no longer burn it down Seth Rollins. I'm a totally different being. I put a positive spin on it now because I can look back a year and a half later. But at the time, I came through that curtain and I was ready to strangle Vince McMahon. I'm not kidding you. TJ Wilson was there to hold me back. I stared right into Vince's eyes. I looked at him. He looked at me. We didn't say a single word to each other, and he walked out. I sat down with Paul Heyman, who is creative director at Raw. I sat down with him, and we had a conversation. He Paul Heymaned me, if you will. The next day, I went into Vince's office. I was much calmer, and I said, let's talk about this. We need to figure out what we're doing here because that can't happen again. It was civil, but it took me a night. I was ready to go. If somebody wasn't there making sure I was okay, my temper and the adrenaline. Um, Seth Rollins obviously takes a lot of pride yes. in what he does. Yes. Um, he 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 didn't take it well. He doesn't take failure very very well. And who does? Who you know? Who, yeah. who who's diplomatic about failure? Um, when his face run didn't go well. You know, he sort of he finds people to blame. I'm sure he probably blames himself as much as anybody I mean, else. He does talk about in, in in this interview. One of the kind of the 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 through lines for it is far too often. Whether it's because like he's, he's I'll use this as an example. When he came, shoot, there's numerous examples where they just dropped it. He or the Shield were dropped into a situation with no direction, and they have to figure things out. He talked about when he came back from his knee injury. And he just showed up, and there was no direction for him as far as his character. And he showed up, he got yeah. a mask, baby face popped, and he's like, okay, baby face run happening, right? No. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You know, and, and he says the first time he felt like he really had a character is when he broke up with the shield, when the shield mm -hmm. broke up. And he says, OK, mm -hmm. I get this like in his entire career. I get who this character is. Mm -hmm. And it seems like it's, it's constant. And, and he's very diplomatic in how he talks about it. But you can tell the 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 kind of scattershot nature of creative and WB bothers him to a degree. Yeah. You know, because yeah. he feels like it's the idea I got. I didn't finish the whole interview. I got maybe two thirds of the way through it. It feels like far too often he's going out there without direction. Yeah. And if you're a performer, I don't care what medium you're performing in. If you're going out there without direction, it's hard to 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 put forth uh, consistently genuine performances if you don't mm -hmm. know where you're going. And it seems there's a like whole stretch of time when Drew McIntyre would go out there and basically be the greeter for yeah. Raw. Yeah. You know, and it's it's clear. It, dude, it's you can go back. I've said this a million times by now. You can go and lo listen to any Bruce Pritchard podcast, and the level of simplicity that they that they employ mm -hmm. at the top of creative is 
not conducive to a weekly dramatic program where you need direction and storyline twists and turns. And when they just, yeah, no, we, you know, we just put him out there because what do I always say? He's an attraction. Mm -hmm. And you got the good – to them, it's just you got a good guy and you got a bad guy, and that's sort of where it is. That's your story. And there's good good guy and bad guy, and then there's story. That's the story. That's that's the story. Usually that's And it's the like, no, that's that's just characters. And so, like, you get stuff like last night where Finn – but they have this great dramatic moment where Finn Balor's demon character comes alive and is on the precipice of winning. And instead of a story beat that is motivated by character – we talked about this in the pre-show mm-hmm. – and just one idea that I threw out there was what if one of the Usos took the hit for Roman and 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 absorbed that coup de gras and maybe that was all the demon had in him, that one sequence, and that was it. And then he's back to being a man and Roman spears him. Now that might not be the most compelling story in the world, but it's motivated by character. And I feel like it that kind of thing would have gone over better than what we got, which was a broken turnbuckle which just is so such a cop-out, and it's lazy. Mm-hmm. And it feels like that's what Seth is talking about here. It's like, there's no direction. You just go out there and do, apparently. Mm-hmm. And that kind of thing is frustrating because as fans, you just want to think that there is some sort of plan, that there's direction, that they give a shit about the stories they're telling. And there's the disconnect there because creative doesn't think about that stuff. WWE's creative doesn't think about well, let's tell a compelling story. It's we have all these characters. Let's just have them go out there and then they, they just figure it out, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But like they're also they also they're, they're, it's a weird dichotomy where they also seem to be like stifled by creative because they don't have freedom. They have constraints that just don't have much direction to them. It's a weird situation. It's a weird. It is a weird situation. because It seems like in almost equal measure there, is, as you mentioned, those constraints where. Vince will say, oh, I know who you are, like you told Ambrose when Ambrose yeah. was, was you know, trying to talk to him about creative. Have a crazy hat. wasn't working. Yeah. It seems to be at times that, but also at times just go out there. And then you have to kind of just figure it out on your own. Because he mentioned, uh, Seth also mentioned that the Shield apparently was supposed to break up in the lead up to WrestleMania 30. Yeah. And then there was supposed to be a match between Roman and Dean and he mm-hmm. was kind of on the outside. He says, well, maybe I was going to be the special guest ref. Who knows? And, mm-hmm. But they're like, yeah. hey, we're getting some good baby face momentum here. Let's see where this goes. There's a lot of merch money you're leaving on the table, not giving us this baby face run. And, of course, it ended up lasting another four months or something like that mm-hmm. before they eventually yeah. broke him up. But it's a, it's a good interview. I mean, like, as far as yeah. the hell in the cell thing, I understand why people were upset about it at the time. I know we kind of defended it because it's like, okay, sure. like the way it was, we, we interpreted was the ref was trying to stop basically a murder from happening. And yes, yeah. I know it's a wrestling match. And yes, I know it's a wrestling match that that's no disqualification at the same time. These are people, these are performers. And yes, you walk into hell in the cell, but you're also supposed to walk out. Yeah. You could walk out changed, but the point is you walk out, You walk out. And that was a murder that was about to take place. So and the rest, if the rest stopped stops it. the murder. Then I understand that. Now I, I get philosophically, if you don't, you know, if you're like, okay, it's hell in a cell, they should concoct a story where there's a finish and it shouldn't be a cop out finish because they did the same thing with like Braun and Roman and Brock comes in and that was a no contest. People shit all over that. Yeah. Um, and so that's infamously was though so like we got a ton of crap mm-hmm. from people in the in our YouTube comments yeah. at the time. But I, I don't know. I felt you and I were on the same page with that. It's a horror movie thing, and the ref was trying to stop a murder from actually happening. Um, but the fiend obviously not. The fiend obviously wasn't any old person. Yeah, you know. I mean, the pro- and, the, uh, the problem is, is that if they're not going to have the fiend win that match, then don't book that match in Hell in a Cell. Yeah, right. You know. Yeah, exactly. They, they book yeah. themselves in this corner and then have to c- concoct some way to get out of the corner they've written themselves into, and that's the problem. And they don't know how to do. And that. They don't know yeah. how to do that. Yeah. Um. So interesting stuff. I'm definitely going to check this out later yeah, it's on good. today. It's good. Yeah, Seth, Seth um, is a good interview. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's uh, it. He, he's an he is an interesting character. Mm-hmm. You know, he obviously takes great pride in what he does, mm-hmm. and he wants to succeed at the top of, at the at at the very top. And I do think he's doing just absolutely amazing work these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and he seems to have uh, tempered down the the social media stuff that used to, 
you know, make, make it look like the guy is just sort of telling the company, like, it's good to be proud about where you work. But it's funny because here he has no problem, you know, saying, hey, this was a failure on the part of creative. Yeah. And at the same time, at the time he's on social media, oh, it's so difficult to write five hours of TV. And, you know, you try yeah. it and you try to you be You know, backstage. maybe it, it, that, that was just how at the time he was expressing his frustration with creative. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I don't feel like I could, through social media, vent towards WB itself. Yeah. And yeah. it's not fair to those who are asking him questions yeah. for him to vent to them or, or, or unload on them. I mean, I'm just trying Plus to find the, some, yeah. some, some reasoning behind it. You well, know? yeah, no, I mean, look, I absolutely get it. In WWE, the spotlight on you is so bright. And as in any fandom where there's passionate fans, along with that comes some level of toxicity that unfortunately, even if the fans that are that toxic are vastly outnumbered by the fans who just want to enjoy the product, they have the loudest voices, you know, and 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 the the lines that might cut the most. And so I imagine these wrestlers are exposed to that element a lot more than oh, they yeah. are oh, yeah. the positivity. Yeah. And so I, I'm not surprised that he would have a line where he'd be like, look, man, you know, I it, that's gotta be difficult terrain to 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 tread, you know? Definitely, definitely. So uh so I get it. Definitely. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Uh, Royal Rumble, probably our favorite pay-per-view oh, in the WWE on any given year. Easily. Uh, now has an official date and place. Mm-hmm. It's on a Saturday again. Or it's, yeah. on, it's on a Saturday, I think, for the first time. They've been doing Saturday pay-per-views now um, here and there. Yeah, SummerSlam uh, was on a Saturday. Now this is on a Saturday. Yeah, January 29th, 2022 uh, at uh, uh, America Center. In St. Louis. The Dome at America Center. I believe that's where uh, the St. Louis Rams used to play before they moved to Los Angeles. Yeah. Largest venue to host the event in its illustrious 30-plus year history. Yeah, so I guess it's larger than it was at the Alma Dome in San Antonio in 97? Mm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes, 97, I, don't know. I believe. That makes sense. And yeah. they had it in, did they have it in Houston? Houston, Planet Houston. Where'd they have it the year uh, uh, Drew won it? it was uh, I do not know. I think it was in Phoenix at the at the uh, at the Diamondback Stadium. Let me double check on mm. that. I've been twenty larger and larger venues for the bigger pay per views. Man, I yeah, like Chase that. Field, Chase Field in in Phoenix. So it's at the uh, Alamo Dome in twenty seventeen and then ninety seven. All right, interesting. I think that's what WWE, the WWE, I think going forward is really going to try to distinguish themselves from AEW, not with coherent stories, but with spectacle. spectacle. Yep. Yep. With large. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with, with if you big. can't make it uh, uh, cohesive and interesting, just make it large. Just make it big. You know, there's something to be said for spectacle. If you can bring is. that, it just, it'd be so nice if just like, just get the stories right too. I know. You know, get the stories right. You know, if you take the spectacle and you put it with stories and interesting characters, Oh man! Then you really got something. Wouldn't that be great? It'd be outstanding. It'd be yeah. outstanding. So we got a raw tonight. Uh, so far, there's only been one segment announced. It was announced last night during Extreme Rules. Big E set to kick off Raw with WWE Championship defense against Bobby Lashley. Any chance we're going to see? As uh, a couple of people in chat noted earlier during our pre-show here on Twitch, any chance we're going to see Bill, Bill Goldberg show up? Mm, I suppose they got to start setting up Crown Royal. I wonder if they're going to start setting up the uh, King of the Ring and the King's the Queen's Cup, Queen's You'd Crown. Think so? You'd think so. They'd have to start, but I wonder if they're going to they're going to uh, wait till oh, after the draft. The, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they were they're already pushing that last night. Yeah, and on SmackDown that starts on Friday. So yeah, and that gives them about yeah. three three weeks, three weeks or so, two and a half, three weeks before Crown Royal. So you're going to be gone for first night of the draft. Yeah. Me and the enforcer are going to be holding it down on Friday. Yeah. Talking about the draft. Talking about the draft. 
The draft. It's an attraction. Yeah. Randomly breaking up popular teams. Yeah. Yeah. And then one guy. This is going to be. I wonder what the. I wonder what weird selections are going to make because you know they're going to be doing that like a Friday morning. Oh yeah. You know. I wonder if they're going to they're going to have the list of the draft pool and and the order of the draft like they did a couple of years back. Could be. Yeah. That was still, that was still the most hilarious thing. That was so like, damn funny. This is this is this is the list. This that is was the amazing. Order. Yeah, that was amazing that they would do that, and then they like had to change it the next day. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Anyway, so we're like we're like five draftees deep, and we're like, wait a second, somebody on Twitter noted this is just a. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that was good. Anyways, we have a Twitter thread open right now for some questions. Let's see. Who is uh, asking? I'm questions. just trying to do something. Says Steve, you are raw. Larson, you are SmackDown. What are your top three draft picks? Also, uh, Sheamus being cheeky uh, last night goaded him for sure. Yeah, when he was up there doing the Jeff Hardy dance. Yeah, that was pretty rope, funny that was stuff. Pretty great. I so, my my favorite part about that was you being infuriated with him because he was your pick. He was like the entire predictions. Yeah, it was was riding on him. Yeah. Um, and you were like, "Get down from there!" Yeah, stop, funny stop, stuff. stop goofing off, Seamus. Be serious. Top three draft picks. So, I'm Raw. You're SmackDown. I have a coin here. All right. Well, I mean, Raw always drafts first. Raw drafts first. They always do because they, they get always do. Yeah, they get the the three picks for every two of SmackDown. So they always draft first. All right. Well, guess what? They're taking Roman the Reigns. Blo- the bloodline is coming to Raw. All right. Well, I'll take the New Day. The SmackDown. Because I get, do I get the entire faction? The if bloodline? you draft them, yeah, yeah. All right, so I get Roman and the Usos. All right, I'll, I'll um, take the New Day then. All right, uh, my number two pick will be oh, be the man, Becky Lynch. Yeah, I guess I'll I'll take Charlotte then. They'll do. They'll just do the thing backstage where they'll just hand the titles to each other. We're literally just like swapping Raw for SmackDown at this point. My number three pick from NXT 2.0, Braun Breaker. Wow, reach. That's a reach. Uh, I'll take. Uh, I'll take the Almighty Bobby Lashley. Dang it! Why did I take Braun Breaker? What's my problem? All right. Well, there you go. There's your first three draft first picks. First three picks. Also, also for I'm just trying to do something. One more question. Is it time to do away the demon aspect to Finn? Uh, the paint can stay because selling action figures, but it didn't need to be the mystical part. This is like the third or fourth different origin story for the demon. Um, I've never been huge on the demon aspect of Finn's whole presentation. I don't miss it when he doesn't do it. When he does it, I kind of shrug. Um, if he never did it again, I'd be totally fine with it. The problem, man, is it's the same thing with the fiend. It's WWE. It's it's. So I think it's possible to write a character who's supposed to be so overpowered nobody could beat him, and keep him away from the title because you could do stories. Stories Definitely. exist. Definitely. But WWE doesn't really think of it that mm. way. They're like, oh well, they just paint that it's just writing themselves into a corner. Oh, now we have to find clever and stupid ways that these, this person loses. Because they inevitably have to go to the title scene. Um, now, I think you, I do think you need look. This is what I would suggest: WWE Creative needs to go and watch uh, the latest episode of Fantasy Booking Warfare over at Parts Unknown. We lost spectacularly to Lori because he had a killer idea his, for Finn Balor beating the Undertaker. His story was awesome. Awesome. It was great. And so, I do think that Finn needs some sort of Bullet Club type thing around him. Uh, and uh, and you can rebook him that way. And I think he can maybe retain aesthetic elements of the fiend, not the big headdress, but some of like, you know, the the, the face paint's kind of cool. You can add elements like he used to be because he used to do the face paint stuff without the demon stuff back before uh, he was in WWE, before mm-hmm. he was in NXT. Mm-hmm. So you can have elements of the theatrics of that. Um you know, maybe not necessary, but I think it looks cool, and I, I think theatrics are neat. But uh, in terms of him having supernatural powers, uh, he, he can be done with that. By now, yeah. you could be done with that. Yeah. I understand the idea to sell merch, though, because that stuff does sell. So, yeah, 
Blake Elizondo, what do you think WWE's reaction to the backlash last night? Will the negative reaction somehow land on Finn or the Demon? I doubt they really care. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Um, will it land on Finn or the Demon? No. No. No, because people know it's not his fault. Yeah. WWE's reaction to it? I don't know. Sometimes they're so like, they act with such resentment towards negative fan reaction that they'll like make a joke of it or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, Jason Lewis says, not sure if you guys heard, but Craig ended his streams and 15 years of content creation on Friday after getting a job offer he couldn't turn down. I'm assuming he means Craig from game, formerly of Game Attack? Yeah. Yeah. I, I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't did know you that know either. that? I did not know that either, no. Well, uh, all the best yeah. to Craig. Awesome guy. Yeah, really, uh, really friend, good guy. Friend of the show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's cool. Good for him. You know, at, at a certain point, sometimes this is like the kind of thing where, you know, it's difficult to put down. But if you have a good offer, then uh, then then go have at it, man. Exactly. New, new chapter in his life. That's exactly. Awesome. Good yeah. For him. He's really he was. Really, yeah. We had an opportunity to spend a, a good amount of time with him. Talk to him when he went to uh, SummerSlam. Was it 2016? Yeah. And it was yeah. awesome. Awesome. Uh, Twinewinder, what do you think about Zack Sabre Jr.'s G1 run? Why is it leading to Zack Sabre Jr. versus Brian Danielson at Wrestle Kingdom? Uh, I, Zack Sabre Jr. is awesome. He is great. Yeah. Um, I hope he has a really good G1 run. I hope he makes it to the finals. Uh, hell, if he won, I wouldn't be disappointed. If he won the whole thing, I'd yeah, be, I'd, yeah, I'd be super awesome. happy about that. Have it's a, time. Have a Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, tai Chi final for the G1, mm, yeah. please. Because they're great. Absolutely. Dangerous techers are outstanding. Uh, yeah, huge fan of Zack Sabre Jr.'s work. If we get him versus Brian Danielson at any point, uh, I'll, I would be very happy about that. I kind of feel like it's not going to happen at this year's Wrestle Kingdom. Um, but I guess it's a po- – or next year's Wrestle Kingdom, I should say. Yeah. I guess it's a possibility. Yeah, if he doesn't win – if he doesn't win the G1, like if he doesn't actually win the final and move on to Wrestle Kingdom for the match – it, I guess it wouldn't shock me if Brian. I mean, they're doing three nights. Mm-hmm. Have Brian Danielson show up? That'd be cool. That would be cool. You, look, man, you got to get as much as you can in now because you never tomorrow might not happen. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, Nee Kyle full gear is set to take place November thirteenth. It was confirmed at Target Center in Minneapolis. With that in mind, choose a match you would like to see on the pay per view, whether it's a title, non title, in the following categories: a men's singles match, a women's singles match, and a tag team match. But we cannot use the same wrestlers. Okay, men's singles match. You get to go first. Since oh, I, I first do. When I was I wrong. Do. Men's yeah. singles match. Full gear. I'm going to say CM Punk versus MJF. Oh, I was going to. Wow, damn. I was going to say CM Punk versus Kenta. Um, I will say. Um, you know, with Daniel Bryan, sort of, oof, boy, this is, is it, was it, would it be too much of a risk to do at full gear, number one contender match, Bryan Danielson versus Hangman Page? Oof. Ugh. Oof. Is that courting disaster? No, I don't think so. I think, I think, I think that would be a killer match. Bryan Danielson works heel. It'd be pretty cool. I mean, he's come in with an edge. Yeah, he has. You know what I mean? Yeah, he has. That could be good. Uh, women's singles match. You can go first, as I went first with the, the women's match. singles match. It could be for the title or not. So, don't think it has to be outside the the title picture. I would go with. Uh, I, I would just go ahead and do a Jade Cargill versus Britt Baker. Oh, okay. for the title. Okay. 
Um, trying to think here. Hmm. Maybe they'll do they'll they'll introduce the the TBS championship, the secondary women's title. Oh, good. Yeah. And the final can be Ruby Soho mm-hmm. versus Nyla Rose. Oh, that's good. That's good. I like that. Tag team match. Oh, give me Lucha Brothers versus Santana and Ortiz for those titles. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, I'll go with FTR mm-hmm. versus CM Punk and Brian Danielson. There you go. Good. <laughs> Brian Danielson pulling double duty. Honestly, I, I, my brain is so scrambled today. My answers were terrible. <laughs> I did not want to wake up today. <laughs> did not. It was tough getting out of bed. <laughs> this is what happened. So I'm laying in bed. I'm kind of half asleep, half awake. And I'm like, am I dreaming of this noise happening? Or is it like something going on outside? And I realized, oh, my alarm is going off, but the volume was set really low. Oh, gosh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. I got to get up. Ugh. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry those are terrible answers uh, uh njwp how would you make biggie's WWE championship run memorable unlike how they treated kofi's run he needs a, here's a, a signature win he needs signature wins he needs to beat the top names he needs to beat big e he needs to beat goldberg he needs to beat randy orton clean 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 people need to be afraid to step in the ring with big e that beat, is memorable he should beat roman at survivor series he could be over he should yeah but he needs to he win should that. he uh, absolutely should uh nick my hero says wb goes to crown jewel and on the way back it's stuck at the airport again with most of the smackdown and raw superstars unavailable who do you pull from nxt oh. 2.0 to book on the next night smackdown and what is the main event braun breaker against two breaker against Man, uh, it, so it's got to be somebody who's like left behind. So who's maybe not likely to be at Crown Jewel? Like maybe uh, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Braun Breaker beats Kevin Steen. That's what they got to do in the main event on SmackDown. Yeah, that happens. Mm. Um, you also book Von Wagner versus Happy Corbin. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. And uh, the Creed Brothers versus Ray and Dom. Oh, gosh. And that's finally it. That's when the, the Mysterios <laughs> finally split up. We couldn't even beat the Creed Brothers? Yep. They only have one match. Uh, Same thing they do every week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. White Brownie, obviously we don't know the brackets for King and Queen of the Ring yet, but as of right now, who would you guys say could be the favorite to win it? Favorite to win? Liv Morgan is my favorite to yeah, win the Queen. that makes all the sense in the world. Queen's Cup, Queen's Crown, whatever it is. Yeah, Queen's Crown. For I the think. King of the Ring, it'd be Woods in the finals, but Woods wouldn't win the first year. No, and you'd think that year. would mean he'd win the second year, but they're not going to do it next year. <laughs> <laughs> so it just doesn't They're going to take another 24 months to, or 26 months, however long it's been since they've done it. Uh, so it'd be... Apollo uh, Crews. Yes, that's the best answer. That's the best answer. Apollo Crews definitely is the best answer. Uh, Will F., what do you think the state of NXT would be if the pandemic never happened? Would Vince... If it was, was NXT 2.0 inevitable? No, because... If pandemic hadn't happened, who knows if Raw especially would have been hit with that massive ratings drop, you know, where they were down to like 1.5, 1.4 million viewers for some shows. Because I think in the end, this is just speculation on my part. It all comes back to ratings. Uh, Vince thinks people aren't watching wrestling because there aren't 
attractions, attractions anymore because they're yeah. all indie guys. Mm-hmm. Where the problem actually is is that there's not interesting stories, and that's why people don't mm-hmm. watch. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the caliber of in-ring wrestler in WWE has never been better across the board. The in-ring talent has never been better than it is right now. And I think we said this countless times. There's probably at least a dozen people that could be massive breakout mainstream stars on the roster now. WWE just, is, just doesn't know how to, on a, like, like they used to, take people who are popular in the wrestling sphere and make them popular in terms of, you know, pop culture. They just don't know how to do that yeah. anymore. They just yeah. don't. Because Kratos uh, is not good. Because there's only, you know, two million people who watch the show on a weekly basis. I, no think every, I think everybody got hit with pandemic, and I think if anything, pandemic might have just like extended NXT's life a little bit longer. Um, I, yeah, I kind of, I kind of feel like AW NXT's life or death was based exclusively off of AW's growth, and I think AW's growth was stifled because of pandemic. Like you would have probably seen CM Punk show up earlier. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and so uh, uh, I, I do think, I mean, you know, maybe the fact that Danielson, I don't know, and Cole's contract came up a little bit later. I, I, NXT might have suffered a quicker death if it wasn't for for pandemic um, because I think AEW would have just shot through the roof a lot sooner. So I kind of feel like it was inevitable, you know. Mm-hmm. We just was we were just raided by uh, Alex Queen oh, of the Ring. So What's much, up? Alex. Thank you very much for the raid. Appreciate that. Everybody go follow at her Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Queen of the Ring. She's also on the YouTubes. Uh, uh, let's see. Joshua Culver, can you explain why the Suzuki incident is a big deal and why people love the theme song? I don't watch New Japan, so I listened to the song. I didn't sound all that good to me. Uh, it doesn't really fit Suzuki to me. Uh, well, agree to disagree, Joshua. It is see the, the, what they're using now is a different version that he used for quite a, a long time. It's like a re-recorded version of it. Um, I personally prefer the previous version. Um, new version's great too, uh, and and I know in, in a sense it doesn't sound like it, it, it should be Suzuki's theme, but I believe he had the 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 the, the singer write that song for him. Like it's about him. It's a very dramatic. It's song. very dramatic. It's, it's an anthem. Is what it is. Yeah, it's 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 connected to him, mm-hmm. and the song is connected to the fans. And mm-hmm. look, you can look at any song in a vacuum and be like, "Oh, it's a good song or a bad song," but like, number one, it's an epic song connected to the man, and you have to understand the history to know what you're talking about. So it's a big, big deal to the Suzuki community out there that this was, you know, they were not allowed to express themselves in their communal way by singing Kaze Nina. That is one of the most, uh, uh, like you get goosebumps when you're in an arena and you get to sing Kaze Nina Re there to watch Suzuki wrestle. The one time I got to do it, goosebumps. Thinking about it right now, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. You have to understand the context of a thing. Uh, uh, Nuno says Elias watch 2021. Where is Elias? He's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gareth, what's the one essential snack you got to get at live events, hot dog, nachos, popcorn, something else. I scored a box of free donuts for the mods at SummerSlam. Nice. Oh wow, that's so cool, Gareth! You're oh, awesome. I don't, I don't know what really tops free donuts. Nothing. That's what tops it. Nothing. You know, usually when I'm going to live events, like the cost of food there is usually ridiculous. That yeah. being said, if I have to get anything, it's going to be chicken tenders. Although now, probably oh, not, man. because my body seemingly has rejected chicken. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness gracious! I've been experimenting now that as cheer dad. Uh, I have to attend these uh, godforsaken football games and bake in the hot sun every Saturday morning. Yeah. Um, this Saturday, uh, Lacey and I were uh, protected a little bit because we had we were working the merch tent um, where there was like hardly any actual merch available, uh, and so like we didn't really do anything. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, I we get up really early to get Bama ready, and then we go over there, so I don't have time for my normal breakfast routine. 
And so last week we got some uh, high school stadium nachos, which is just that orange goo, the radioactive orange goo oh, it tastes so good. on some half stale nacho chips. Uh-huh. Uh, not stale enough to really like put me off, but you know that they're not all that fresh. Yeah. Uh, so that was an option. I had that with some peanut M and M's first week. Uh, week two, this is this past weekend. Uh, Lacey was like, "Hey, go get me like a breakfast sandwich or breakfast burrito or something." I'm like, "Really? You want to try the breakfast sandwich?" Like, "Yeah, just go do it." Oh, they had them at, at at the game. They had breakfast sandwiches there. Wow. And so, but they, I, I'm pretty sure they were just like the microwavable Jimmy Dean ones. Oh, all right. Uh, so you know, they were well microwaved though. Like they weren't poorly microwaved, so like one half of it is like hard. Yeah, it wasn't that there was all or consistent. one half is like, it's like the center of the sun hot, and the other half is is still frozen. Right. Yeah. Frozen. Yeah. So like we got those, they were good, they were fine. You know, it tastes like kind of nothing. Yeah. Um. And well, sometimes uh, so, there's there's always a time and place for that. So I feel like so far I have not discovered prime uh, uh, high school football. Let game me ask you this. Food. Now let me ask yeah. you this. Now uh, I don't remember what this question is, but re- oh, the the one snack. Is there any place you could stop between home and where the game's at where you could procure yourself uh, a, a breakfast if you yeah, wanted but to? Yeah, but the yeah, but the idea is I want to know what's there. Mm. I, I I'm so like next weekend at nine o'clock dogs. in the morning. They do. I'm going to get, but, and also uh, burgers. I'm going to get a, a breakfast burger, which is just a cheeseburger in the morning. There's nothing different to it. Like, I could say, hey, can I get a breakfast sandwich and a burger and then throw the, the egg on that? But I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to get a burger and see how the, because I mean, they're just dudes out there, you know, uh, barbecuing the burgers. They seem like they know what they're doing. Yeah. I do regret this, though. Hmm. One of the sign up options. For the, this volunteer stuff, when you gotta get a kid in cheer or football, is uh, uh, the 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 PA guy is the announcer. Yeah, how can we never do and that? And I really, reg- I really regret not doing it because I would have brought in. Hey, folks, we got ourselves guest announcer Stone Cold Steve Austin. You remember him from the WWF? Here he is. Hey, what's going on, you mini mess son of a bitch? Yeah. Look at all these dumb bastards down there playing the foosball. Touchdown! What? I would do. I would bring in a variety of guest, yeah, PA announcers. <laughs> you know, yes, yes. Oh, look at this! It's the Queen of England. Hello. Oh gosh. Ooh, this is lovely American football. It'd be that, but instead they got these mumbly mumblers up there. Oh, it looks like we had a little tackle. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, I, as soon as I heard these Poindexters up there, you know, wow. doing a shitty job at wow. commentating. Wow. I regretted not putting in for that. Everybody be asking afterwards. Oh man, bring that guy back with his well, that awesome character. Lord Ziffer, would you guys send Balor to Raw in the draft? He deserves to be in the main event scene, eventually be world champion again. But that is clearly not happening with him on SmackDown. Wouldn't happen to him on Raw without a rebrand. Yep. But uh, would I send him to Raw? Sure. Well, I don't know. No, 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 no. You do. You do Balor Nakamura. Yeah, that's what you do next. You do Balor Nakamura next. That'd be good. Let them reference the you know history and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do they have a history? <laughs> mm-hmm. Did they ever? They never really crossed paths in New Japan. I don't think. No, they didn't. They had one match at NXT when Balor was on his okay. way out. Okay. Well, there you go. That's the history you can reference. I mean, they both made it big in New Japan, so you could say that. But they're yeah. not gonna. Uh, Poof asks, "Will you guys be doing a mock draft? Not at this moment. No." Steve is tired of being uh, uh, defeated, shellacked by Larson oh, wow. in our mock drafts. He owes me two pizzas. He threw in the towel this time. So that's fair. Nothing you said is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wouldn't mind doing like a predictions draft. Yeah, where you, me, like the that. enforcer. Yeah, yeah. Like predict what's going to happen, but we got to get it going because it's happening. On I know. Friday. I have the idea of like let's just not do Raw and SmackDown. Let's do Raw SmackDown. This is back when it before NXT 2.0 and AEW. You, me, and the enforcer, we do like a more all encompassing thing. 
but that sounds like a lot of work. So, mm. yeah. Muted Mayday says the crowd. Why is this guy only doing wrestler impressions? No, I do a variety of them. Do the Queen of England? Just throw me a name and I'll do it. Uh, oh, hey, look, guest guest announcer, ghost of Elvis Presley. Hey, man. Do let's hear your Rich Little impression. <laughs> he didn't have. It was like Rich Little doing other impressions. That's sure. all he did. He sure. just did other that's impressions. What, that's what I was like trying a, to get you. Like a Frank Sinatra? Yeah, I could do like a, D, a Rich Little doing Frank Sinatra. Sure. No, I can't really do that. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. you know. There you go. I stumped you. Yeah, you got me. You got me, brother. Okay, here, here's 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 my Rich Little doing Dean Martin. Hey, Amelia Mouse, son stone of a bitch. Cold. It's just stone cold. Why ain't you using your running game, you dumb bastard? There you go. Stop Provide yelling at those little kids. Provide some commentary on the uh, the play calling. Somebody give that dumbass coach a stunner. <laughs> stop yelling at those kids that's what i'd be doing on pa i'd be like hey coach stop yelling at those kids first down <laughs> hey peter falk hey we got guest announcer peter falk hey how's it going it'd be the worst <laughs> yeah if that's, if that's for peter falk yeah he's in the crowd's in for a long day <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for us, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.